0: It wasn't so loud. I don't think anyone would mind. Just, it's like uh, having someone play a radio or some music. <clears throat> is uh, written by Sanatan Goswami who is one of our Acharyas Lord Chaitanya's associate and it's a uh, it's like all scripture uh, revealed Um, and it's a uh, it's a story about uh, about pursuing the goal or the journey uh to the goal every different uh spiritual culture they have Pilgrim's progress or in, in russia there russian there is um yes, dostoevsky's no, uh, There is a book in Russian about one monk. Yeah, yeah. Same. Maybe that's Pilgrim's Progress translated into. And uh, except this isn't a book. This is history. It's a historical event about how. A devotee achieves perfection by chanting—not Hare Krishna, but by chanting uh, uh, Krishna's names, mantra, and uh, Krishna mantra—and—and uh, and then once he achieves perfection, how he brings someone else to perfection. So, sort of in the midway to the story, he meets the uh, inhabitants, the residents of Vaikuntha He's traveling throughout the universe. Here he's actually beyond the universe. He goes to Mahakala Loka, Mahakalapur which is uh, the Abode of Liberation. This is where the Brahmavadis want to go. Mahavadis want to go. Brahmavadis go. And uh, he, he gets instruction there on the nature of... Uh, of chanting, but on bhakti in particular. And uh, this same same thing is described in Bhakti Rasamrita Sindhu, Achaitanya about what bhakti is, nature of bhakti. Uh, and they point out that uh, devotional service is uh, it's an eternal activity and it's the eternal activity of the soul Nitya Siddha Krishna Prema Sadya Kabunoy, Shavanari Shuddha Chitte Korete which is sort of a Bengali equivalent of Nitya Siddha Subhavasya. that uh, devotional service or ecstatic love is present within everyone's heart Uh, Everyone is by nature a lover of Krishna And that love is expressed through activities Those activities are called bhakti So chanting Krishna's name hearing about Krishna, serving Krishna directly, uh, all of these things are activities of bhakti. And these activities are as a consequence of uh, the mood and spirit of perfected beings. So, bhakti is a manifestation or the acts of bhakti the activities of bhakti is a manifestation of love and chanting Hare Krishna or chanting Krishna's name is a manifestation of that love now we chant Hare Krishna but this chanting Hare Krishna is a different type of chanting we're chanting in order to awaken love. So that chanting, this chanting is the same mantra, but this is that is as a consequence of love and this is in order to awaken it. And therefore this is called the chanting and practice, or it's called devotional service and practice. Uh, it's not a. You don't. Uh, bhakti isn't something that comes as a result of physical activities. It's there. It's already there. It's already existing. But by performing these activities uh it it awakens uh that bhakti devotion uh, um, How's that word anyway uh there's this sort of word we've made up there's another word that I found uh, but uh, it's uh, at least it, it's called co-causal which is not exactly the right thing but it means that what I'm practicing is awakening something and that same thing that I'm awakening is causing what I'm practicing so usually you have one cause and one effect here is the cause and the effect and the effect becomes then the cause and this cause becomes the effect so I'm trying to I'm chanting Hare Krishna in order to awaken a different type of chanting Hare Krishna which will actually enable me which will awaken uh, love within the heart or I'm chanting Hare Krishna to awaken love and when I awaken love then I will chant Hare Krishna it will be a different type of chanting. So, uh, but it's there. And uh, the whole idea is that even though there's a lot lot of difference between the two types of chanting, still this chanting, uh, because it's a consequence of Krishna's mercy, Lord Chaitanya has given the chanting of the Holy Name. So therefore, it has the effect to chaitadarpanam to purify the heart. Free the heart from all of those things that are actually covering. Covering the pure soul. So we call that false ego. Ego means Identity. Sometimes um, Buddhists or impersonalists, they want to destroy the ego. You can't destroy. Ego means you exist. You destroy your identity, then you have no problems. But you can't destroy your identity because you're eternal. So it's it's an artificial thing. And even if you destroyed it, if you did destroy it, how do you know you destroyed it? Because you're not around anymore to experience it. So, how do you know whether it works or not? (laughs) But, but unfortunately, karma, or the many non-devotional activities that we perform, activities that are foreign to our soul, has actually, therefore, collected a lot of dirt. Uh, A lot of material dirt, and that material dirt takes different forms, it's sometimes subtle, it's sometimes gross, but it begins by identifying with this body and mind, because this then becomes the vehicle by which we, we act. Just like bhakti requires a vehicle with which to act, uh, the soul is that uh, vehicle. But that soul is a servant of Krishna. So when you deny that activity, uh, you deny that activity, then you cover uh, that the soul with this body which enables you to think that you're not a servant of Krishna. And so we perform so many activities, and by that activities, we collect karma, and that karma gives us false identity. So I'm, I'm this body. I identify with my thoughts, and my mind, and my uh, intellectual uh ramblings and so many things that come uh, as a consequence of that and that are connected to that. I'm Romanian I'm a male I'm a female, I'm young I'm old uh, all of these things are, so that's false ego and uh, there are so many yoga processes on every street corner where they advertise the get rid of your false ego to throw things away. You can't throw them away. This is not just something you just toss away. It's not a mental exercise. It's not so easy. Uh, it's very very, very deep. Uh, and uh, mula and tree, uh, its uh, roots have gone actually very deeply. It's just like weeds you don't pull out the weeds then they get the roots go very deep cut it off what happens? It just grows back you keep cutting it, it keeps growing back doesn't matter how many times you cut it you you have to pull the entire root out sometimes that root is really really far down like some some trees whose roots go down higher than the tree is. Bamboo has roots that just go out like the whole forest. So it's a very, very complex thing, uh, and the only way that it works uh, is through the very powerful force of that sound vibration. And so that mantra cleanses the heart, And gradually, these two, this false ego has two different forms. Aham and Mama. Or Aham and Mamata. Mine and I. Janasa, Mohoya, Moham, I, referring to this body, and mine. And something is mine. So these are all misconceptions, these become the impetus to activity. Uh, they are the illusion that drives, that drives us. False identity, false possessions. And uh, But chanting the mantra, the mantra becomes empowered and it uh, it is empowered; it is an empowered gift, and by krishna 's mercy it cleanses the heart and the more that the heart becomes cleansed, the more the uh, nature of bhakti becomes manifest it 's like when you're cleaning when you 're cleaning a lamp or something, the more you clean it, the brighter the light becomes, it's not yet fully bright, but it's getting there. So similarly, and as, it's getting, and as you purify the heart, the mantra that you chant is manifesting more and more of its potency. Uh, especially when one gets rid of a good portion of these unwanted things, and one starts to become steady in spiritual life. Then, in these stages of taste uh, and attachment, uh, then the chanting becomes very strong, it becomes very powerful. And uh, one then uh, comes to sort of the boundary or the edge of uh, material existence and at that point uh, the uh, chanting uh, achieves its purpose which is actually to again reignite the that nitya siddha krishna prema that original love that's in the heart and that happens by a combination of very sincere effort and the mercy of Krishna or Guru or solely by the mercy of the Holy Name or any combination of those. Um, So, uh, therefore chanting is so important and the more you chant, the better it is. That's why there are some devotees who just chant all day long. We just had near Jalikarasi, Budapest, there were four, well at least I know of, there were four Sankatan girls who just took a while, they were chanting 192 rounds. They got up at midnight and they finished it by 8 o'clock in the morning. They didn't eat, they didn't drink, they just chanted. Just sitting together, they sent me pictures because I was on the farm sort of birds on a branch there four of them sitting <laughs> four of them sitting on a bench and they were just sitting there and chanting I told them yeah after you chant 192 rounds 16 rounds is like what have I been doing all my life <laughs> wasting my time so uh, the more the better Uh because the more, that, the more you polish a thing, the quicker it becomes cleansed. But one has to be attentive uh, and that's one of the m- main aspects or ingredients of anything. You're cooking, you're not attentive, all of a sudden you got a missing finger <laughs> because you cut off your finger or you burn yourself Uh, anything that you do you're having a conversation or someone's talking to you and you're not paying attention the next minute you look and they've walked out (laughs) they're not there anymore because they know you're not paying attention Uh, so anything you're driving a car and you're not paying attention you have an accident so in spiritual life one also has to be Attentive to what one is doing. And when someone's talking, how do you pay attention to them? Well, you can make eye contact, you can do a lot of things, but the most important thing is to listen to them. If you listen to them, you can close your eyes. Uh, But if you're not listening to them, then it doesn't matter how well you're... You know, some may be looking... looking, (laughs) (laughs) ...off in another world... (laughs) So that then becomes our meditation. People talk about meditation, to meditate on something, and they have so many things that they want to meditate on. Uh, We meditate on that sound vibration and to learn how to actually be attentive because the tendency will be is that the mind may want to wander the mind may want to go here the mind may want to go there so learning how to bring the mind back and to fix it and if you hear properly then Krishna means all attractive so Krishna is very attractive and Krishna's name is attractive so the more you listen to it the more you become attracted to it when you don't listen to it, then the more the mind will tend to wander. And that will become the symptom of Bhakti Yoga, Pyojita, Janayati, Ashu Vairagyam, Jnanam, Chayad, Ahoytakam. That will be the natural symptom that if someone is listening properly, then it starts to sound nicer and nicer, and hearing becomes easier and easier and easier so we're chanting uh, we're chanting like that kriti, sadhya it, sadhya. this kriti, these activities uh, then this becomes the sadhan uh, and there's the sadhya and there's the sadhyata. everything has these things Sadha. sadhan means an activity something that you practice for a sadhya for a particular goal and what is it that you want to achieve? bhava bhava means love for Krishna so we want to achieve that everybody does something for a purpose so similarly we're also doing something for a purpose and that purpose is to awaken that love of God because when we awaken that love of God then our bhakti really becomes of the same spiritual nature as Krishna. And then you can serve Krishna directly. With this practicing devotion then we serve Krishna in the material world but we don't have direct access to Krishna because what we're doing is a spiritualized activity but it's not of the same substance as when it's a consequence of love. So that is a product of Krishna's internal potency. And this is internal potency, but it's manifest still through uh, external senses, and it's done without the corresponding internal awakening. So it's there. The fact that we can chant Hare Krishna is, as a result of Krishna's mercy, which is His kripa, His uh, His blessing on us. But still, even though we have that blessing, still we're Krishna says lower nature, higher nature. We're in conflict with our past habits and. And in Kali Yuga, it's quite a tough conflict. So therefore, chanting, chanting Kirtan, chanting Bhajan, chanting Japa, that then becomes the real, real key. All the other activities also do that. Reading Bhagavatam, this, this becomes especially especially potent any uh any questions or comments is there a code for this Did you got a code how to come in or we press the button We pressed the button, but it seems to be it didn't hear us. Uh-huh. How did you get in? We pressed another button. (laughs) 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 Of some neighbors. They heard (laughs) of you. We should try it out. Maybe it was just us. So tomorrow, what will we do? Tomorrow we'll come at 10.30, we'll pick you up and we go to uh, the Indian Embassy. What time is that? At 10.30. We have to be there at 11. Is that enough time? Yes. Okay. Okay. What's his name, gentleman? I'll look him up. Mr. Ray. Roy? Roy, Roy, yeah. He's Bengali, huh? Ray Partha. P-R-A-T-H-A. Roy Partha. Roy Partha, or Partha, Roy. Yeah, Roy. Uh-huh. So Bengali. I'll see, I'll, I'll Google him. And what's the name of the ambassador? No. The other. Oh, anyway, Cham I'll see it on the internet. Chan, chan. Okay, and then then we come back for lunch? Yeah. I mean, that's half an hour, or? Let's see, something like this. mm mm-hmm. Well, on the way, we can talk about what we want to talk to him about. But we can take a little prasadam. We've got some prasadam to take. Um, yeah, we well, Mit mondat? I can't hear what she's saying. A piece for that one. for that one. Mit no, it's Shamimash. No, okay, we don't have anything Indian. We have some Maha, then we'll just... we'll take that YouTube, then, we'll... grab a little box. Balaji Maha, do you have to repeat it? Yeah, well, well it would be good if we're taking Maha from us, rather than... Yeah, we'll know of Maabalaji. I you know that some yourself. I mean, that's, oh, okay go. Okay, that's good. That's good. A couple of Some magazine. We got everything in English? Got everything in Romanian? <laughs> we, we gave him, we gave him uh, last time, I gave him a book, but he's a kind of like, how to say? He just threw it away and he's not so interested. I think better to give him prasadam. Okay. Ramesh Chanda is the name of the ambassador. Ramesh hmm? Chanda. Ramesh Chanda. Dhamme. Mm-hmm. Okay. hmm we're all, all Hindus.